Eighth Level Podcast is about being self-employed, entrepreneurship, and managing our online business. It's also about connecting to our souls, having the right mindset, and self-care. My name is Lourdes, and I am the host of this show. Thank you for listening to this episode today. Hey, business owners, or if you're a busy professional, my guest today is Tyreen Taylor. Tyreen is the owner of Wise Walk Virtual Solutions, and the company matches a virtual assistant or an executive assistant to assist you with your daily task and other technology support needs. And welcome, Tyreen. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I, I love having you here. And so with Wise Walk Virtual Solutions, tell me, what made you decide to do that business? Um, I always tell people I was kind of forced into it. Um, I was working in the federal government and then I had a medical injury and I had to resign from the government. So I had to do something from home to make some type of income and it ended up developing into this business. Okay. And tell me about your business. What, what do you actually do in that business? Sure. So we match business owners and executives with qualified virtual executive assistants. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, so who is your ideal client to match them with? Oh, great question. Um, it's funny because I just wrote this out um, in my like manifest journal the other day. So our ideal client, one is either a business owner or executive that needs help. Like they need administrative support and they're ready for the help. I think that's the biggest part is sometimes we need help, but we're not quite ready to receive the help. So anyone that is open to having assistance and that is able to delegate tasks would be our ideal client. Oh, that's interesting. So so you think some people are not ready to hire extra help. How would yes. you know that? How would a person or a business owner know this? So honestly, it kind of, you can find out when you're actually in the situation, which, you know, isn't good. But I've learned, you know, from doing this for a little bit that you can kind of tell when you ask a person, what do you need help with? And then they can list everything. And then if you ask them, okay, give me three projects you want your virtual assistant to start working on if they started with you tomorrow. And then typically, if they're not ready, they'll kind of freeze up here. And then they may say a long, long list, or they may honestly say, I'm not sure exactly what I need help with. Because sometimes we need so much help, we don't know where to start. And then it makes it difficult to delegate things to your virtual assistant. Oh, that is so true. Um, <laughs> as a business owner, you you do everything, right? Yes, you're, doing, yes. you're doing the marketing and uh, creating anything for your business. And yeah, where do you start? So when you come across these types of prospects, and I, it sounds like you're qualifying them, are you qualifying them? Yes, definitely. You know, in the beginning, I think like most businesses, I kind of had just an open door where, oh, you know, if you want to sign up, you can. But, you know, after doing it for a while, I realized if the client isn't really ready 
to make this because this is a big step and it's a big investment. But if the client isn't fully ready, what will happen is they will start and then they'll end up backing out within a month, which makes, you know, everything that we did with the matching process and having the VA actually start with them. All of that just goes to waste. Yeah, I can see that. And and if they're not ready, what do you do? Do you tell them how to get ready or do you just say, hey, you're not ready. Come back another time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely if they're open to it. I have had clients in the past where I literally will give them like different worksheets where they can work out, you know, just on paper exactly what they need help with. So I typically start with, hey, let's list all of your pain points. And then another way is. I always ask people at the end of the day, when you look at your task list or your to-do list, what are those items that are always lingering onto the next day? So it'd be something small, like a newsletter you need to send out or email you need to send. Like those are things you can delegate to your virtual assistant. Oh, okay. And so you help them with that. Now, I also heard you say something about a manifesting journal. Can you tell me what that is? Yeah, so I have just gotten into that kind of, you know, that world because I believe so much in it now where if you really try to manifest things and it's it's meant to be, you know, I believe it has to be God's will. You know, if it's not, then it's it's still not going to happen no matter how much you manifest it. But I'm really into meditation now and different things like that. And it's amazing when you really manifest something and it's like it's meant to be, things just start working out. So I I made this journal. I didn't make it, but I brought a journal that I just used just for manifesting. So I'll just write, you know, anything that comes to mind, anything that I hope will come true, I put in this special journal. (laughs) Oh, and first of all, Tell me, how did you find out about this manifesting thing going on? Is it a group or how did you find out about it? <laughs> um, a friend of mine, a friend of mine started talking about it and I'm like, okay, you know, what is this? And then I started doing research. I looked on YouTube and, you know, saw different YouTubers and I'm like, wow, okay, this is really cool. Let me try. And then I started like falling asleep to like the manifest um, like meditation, the nighttime. Um, and that was like a part of my whole daily schedule. (laughs) Nice. And how long ago did you start this? Um, honestly, like February I'm new, you know, just a few months ago. (laughs) Yeah. And, And is it working out so far? Yes. It's amazing. Like I'm telling everyone that I know, I'm like, Hey, you need to do it. (laughs) Huh? Okay, so maybe you can share with us how we need to do this. And and is that something you can share with our listeners? Where do they start to do this manifesting journal and manifesting? And quickly, too, is it a part of the law of attraction? So I am a newbie. So I'll just tell you what I do. You know, I don't know if it's accurate or not. Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) Um, sure. But what I do is I try to do it every day, if not daily, then for sure, Monday through Friday. So I'll just get my journal and I'll just go to YouTube and I'll just type in manifest meditation. And then like whatever I want to manifest, they have so many different ones on YouTube. So if it's business, you can just type uh, manifest med- meditation business or relationships, whatever it is you want it, you know, want it to be. And then a lot of them are guided meditation. So they'll like speak things and you just repeat after them. And then that's when I just go ahead and write 
you know, whatever comes to mind. So like one of the things I'm manifesting is, you know, new clients and, you know, different business ideas to grow my business. So I'll write a lot about that. And then I just kind of go back to it occasionally and read it. And that's honestly how I do it. You know, I don't have like a special, you know, anything special other than just writing it down and just really meditating on it and just believing that it will happen. Good. Is there a certain person or a specific YouTube that you that you subscribe to that you follow? No, honestly, I will literally just type in whatever I'm trying to manifest. And I honestly look at who has the most views. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, that's a good one. They have, you know, 2 million. I'll try this one. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, so with the business, how do you find the VAs to help you with? So, you know, the, it's really amazing because now the like kind of where we are now in our world is hard to find good people to join your team. And I've honestly been blessed to have really good, amazing um, EAs and VAs. So typically I just go on the normal, you know, job boards, Indeed, LinkedIn, um, different things like that. And I do a really good kind of um behind the scenes type of thing. So like I make the application process really lengthy. So that way, if they're not serious, they won't even apply because it's, you know, it asks for a lot. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. very detailed. Each question you have to answer within like a paragraph form. So that's kind of how I weed out, you know, some of the people that may not be serious. Yeah. So you said EA, which is an executive assistant and then a VA, yes. which is a virtual assistant. Yes. So with the executive assistant, is it just the admin stuff? Yes. Yep. So with the executive assistant, it's more so they are supporting a C-level executive. So some of their tasks will involve actually being inside the exec's inbox, making sure he or she isn't missing any important emails, making sure that their calendar stays up to date, maybe attending and hosting Zoom meetings on the client's behalf. So it's more, you're kind of more in the scenes with the executive role versus the VA is more social media management. Um, you may be doing some customer service for your client. So it's kind of two different worlds. Okay. And the virtual assistant one, what do they actually mm -hmm. do? Um, so that one is the more like social media management and they support like the solo entrepreneur, the small business owner. So it's more, um, it's still administration, but it's more or less of actually being actually involved in the team per se, like with the exec. As an EA, you may have to join team meetings, you know, even though you're virtual. With the VA, is more, you'll get like a task list probably at the beginning of the week. You'll knock it out. You'll check in with your client. Um, and that could be little um, things like social media, um, what else? Like creating content. That's a big one because like solo entrepreneurs, you know, they don't have time to sit and create a month's worth of content for social media. So your VA can do things like that. They can handle customer service calls. Um, a lot of the VAs do like sales calls, like cold calling, trying to get the entrepreneur or their client more business. So it'd be kind of more on those lines. Okay. And I know you said you had lengthy 
application process. Mm -hmm. Do you still have to vet these VAs and EAs? And how do you know if they have the skill sets? Yes, yes. So good question. So one, within the job application, it asks a lot of questions that if you've never been an EA or VA, you won't know the answers to. That's one. And then two, um, which is kind of similar to any job, you kind of have to go off of, you know, what they say in the interview. And then what I'll do if I'm on the fence and I don't know for sure if the person has the experience, I'll have them do a trial day where they support a client that I, you know, I'm very familiar with and I'll get feedback from that client and they'll actually produce some work so I can make sure that, hey, you know, you do have the skills and, you know, experience that you say you have. Interesting. So let me ask you, how did you come up with this business model? Do you have a coach or somebody that helped guided you through this process of processing, you know, looking for VAs and EAs and coming up with all those questions? Um, no. So I, I do have a business coach, but um, she didn't necessarily help me, you know, with it. Um, I kind of just did it from scratch because I started off as a VA myself and an EA. So I know the behind the scenes, you know, I know what a client is expecting and I know what I'm supposed to know as an actual EA. So I just did the questions based off of experience. I knew it. I knew you were a VA. That was my question. I, I was going to ask you that. And I'm, yeah, because you have to kind of know behind the scenes what yes. it's like to to work remotely, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, there's so many people that have never worked remotely and then they're mm -hmm. signing up as VAs or mm -hmm. EAs and then they miss a deadline or something or yes. they don't even, you know, what do you do? I mean, have you ever found anybody like that that missed deadlines? Um, Not necessarily missed deadlines, but I've had, had just a few where it just, it wasn't clicking, you know, but the good thing about us at WiseWalk, we do um, quality assurance. So we check in with the client bi-weekly for the first 90 days because we want to make sure that this is a good match for the client. And then we check in with our VAs and EAs weekly to make sure they're feeling comfortable. They don't need any assistance. If they need any trainings, we're here to provide those trainings for them. Um, so we we stay in the loop, you know, to make sure that if there are, you know, any balls being dropped, we step in immediately and go ahead and talk to the VA or EA and just say, hey, what's going on here? And we just guide them. And then typically it works out, but sometimes we may just have to rematch the client with another um, EA if that happens. Okay. So have you ever had to let a VA or an EA go? I have, yes. And only one, I'm happy to say, only one. Um, I, and it was I, due to, to personal things. Like she just had some personal issues going on and she just couldn't, you know, fully give her full self to the client. So, okay. And have you ever had, speaking of clients, have you ever had difficult clients that you work with? Yes, ma'am. And that is one of the reasons why <laughs> I wrote down in my manifest journal, the ideal client. Because, it, you know, it can get difficult. Like we're in a people's business, you know, any type of service-based business, you know, has its ups and downs. But for the most part, I'm 
very, very grateful that all of our clients are awesome. And that one difficult client that I did have is no longer with us because it just wasn't a good fit, you know, and, and sometimes it takes, it takes experience to realize, you know, is it the VA that is, you know, maybe the issue or is it us or is it the client? (laughs) True. And how did you have to let that client go? It was mutual. You know, we just, like I said, we're really involved in this whole process. So doing one of those bi-weekly check-ins, we just had an honest conversation like, hey, you know, you're not really giving your VA any work, but you expect her, you know, to do different things, but you aren't communicating those things with her. And then we offer training to the clients too, like, you know, you and I touched on in the beginning of the call, which is if you're having trouble delegating, we can help you. But if you're not willing to accept the help, then we're kind of at a dead end. And he understood. And it was, you know, mutual, clean cut, you know, uh, separation. So. Okay. And then when you find EAs and VAs, do they have to pay a membership fee or anything like that to be on your team? No, no. So we love all of our our team members. Like they do not have to pay anything. Um, This is really just a community, honestly, to support them because many of our VAs and EAs, they have their own, you know, like VA business. And they're with us just so they can get, you know, supplement their income because maybe, you know, they don't have enough clients. So we support it. You know, if you have your own business and you're trying to grow, like we're here, honestly, to help not only the client, but to give the EA and VA a really nice work environment where they feel supported and valued. Okay. So I'm asking, do you have EAs and VAs globally? Now, I wouldn't say globally yet, um, although I just got an application um, in from someone, I want to say, I think she was located in Kenya. Um, but right now, all of our staff are located within the United States. And um, and that's honestly how I will most likely keep it, because I always tell clients, like when they come to us, most of the times I don't have to kind of sell it because when they come, they need the help. But I always like to kind of give the difference between coming with us versus going to Fiverr or Upwork. You know, you can get you someone off of there, but are they going to be based in the United States? The question is, you know, you never know. So I do like the fact that our staff, you know, we're all based in the United States. Oh, good. And you mentioned how you got um, or find new EAs and VAs through a lengthy process, um, a lengthy application process. Mm-hmm. How do you attract prospects or clients? That is a good question. So I'm actually trying to figure that out, to be honest, because um, all of our clients so far have come from word of mouth from our recent clients. So we have not done any paid marketing, any, you know, we post on LinkedIn and the different social medias and things like that, just to keep everyone updated. But we don't honestly post to attract clients. So that is something that I'm working on because we are, you know, open to new clients. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what is the best way to market to our ideal client? Hmm. Okay. So. 
How do you manage your clients? Um, meaning, so let's say you have 10 clients and 10 VAs. Mm-hmm. How do you manage all that? So we have an admin team. So it's not just me, thankfully. Um, we do have a, um, a chief operating officer who handles a lot of like the client communications. And we have a executive assistant as well. And then we have another team member. Um, and, you know, they all just step in and, and do different parts of the business so that everything flows accordingly. Okay. So how long have you had this business? Um, honestly, not too long. Um, when I think about it, it's crazy. But I resigned in 2019. And then that's when I started just as the VA. And I started the matching process um, like the beginning of last year. So oh. the matching part, yeah, the matching part of the business is very new um, outside of me being the actual, you know, VA. So so what was the most difficult part of starting your matching business? It's finding the right match. You know, in the beginning, I wasn't, and I don't consider myself an expert now. I just think I've gotten a lot better. But in the beginning, um, one, I didn't have a lot of VAs and EAs to pick from. So like when a client will come, it was hard to find the perfect match because it's like, ah, okay, maybe I have three to pick from, you know? And none of these are really, really good match, but one could possibly work. That was the difficult part. Um, but it taught me a lot. You know, it taught me how to really find a good match versus just, you know, picking someone so they can be matched. Um, so that part is what we really pride ourselves on is making sure we do get a good match for not only the client, but for the VA as well. Hmm. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite part of your business, the matching business? Um, The same thing. It's the matching part, like finding a good match. Wow. Like it just, it makes my heart smile because I know, you know, from proof, from evidence, like what having a good EA can do for you, your company, your business. It's literally, it's a game changer. So knowing that you know, like, especially when the clients come back and say, Tyreen, oh my gosh, you know, my VA is amazing. My EA is amazing. She did this, this, and this. So I was able to go home and eat dinner with my family, or I was able to increase sales by, you know, 8% since she started. It's like hearing things like that is just, that is really my favorite part. Like knowing that we're actually, like, this is like, my mission, honestly, is to change the way our clients do business. And that is by having a really good support system where you don't feel alone. Like even if you are an exec and you do have, you know, a staff, you know, things like that, you work in the office, sometimes you still feel alone, but your EA is is like your right hand, you know, that's your go-to person. Sweet. Yeah. I I believe that everybody needs some type of support. Mm -hmm. Um, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I just have family time. You know, honestly, I am learning to be present in everything that I do. So, you know, just sitting down, watching the kids run around and chase each other, like it just brings joy to my heart or just being able to 
sit down and watch TV, you know, with the kids or, you know, with my husband, different things like that. So, and I love food. So I love to go out to eat. <laughs> um, but those are my things. And I'm big on like self-care. So I was going to yeah. ask you about self-care. So it's like, um, my question would be, how do you de-stress away from work? I know how you have fun, but now we're talking about like <laughs> self-care, de-stressing and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, um, I'm big on massages. Um, really, really big on that. Um, and not only do I do it for self-care, but I do it for like the medical injury that I have as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, double dose, you know, I get to relax, but I also, you know, I'm taking care of, you know, what I have going on. So that is like my go-to. and then. I consider like the meditation that I do self-care because I do that alone. You know, I make sure like the kids are asleep or, you know, they're occupied while I do really, you know, dig deep into meditating. Okay. So what are you working on right now? Um, Right now I am working to scale the business. Um, So we are, we have our arms open (laughs) for new clients. We are, you know, kind of, I always say enrolling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're enrolling and we have our doors open for new clients. Uh, We have a lot of VAs and EAs that have just joined us recently. So we are eager to get them matched with the perfect client. So that would be where I am right now. Cool. So typically, how many hours do clients sign up for? Or is it by hours or month or what? Yeah, no, you're right. So it's monthly contracted um, hourly package. So the lowest package is 30 hours a month and they can go all the way up to 160 hours a month. And if it was 30 hours a month, would they have maybe one or two VAs? So let's say one part of their business is admin stuff and the other part of their business might be social media or something more techie. How do you work that out? Uh, So typically, I honestly always recommend if it's for one client that they just get one VA and you can just increase that VA's hours. So if you come to us and you say, hey, I need someone that can do my website, but that can also, you know, be in my inbox, check in, you know, emails, we'll pair you with someone that, you know, is qualified in both of those areas. So you don't have to worry about, you know, dealing with two different VAs and then, as long as the client is willing to train the VA, like even if they don't have that exact experience, we can always pair them with someone that is like close to it or has some type of, you know, tech background so that when they come in, they can get trained and, you know, all is well. Sounds like a beautiful business model. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, we're getting to the part of my interview where I ask a funny or weird question. Are you ready, Tyreen? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard and why? I would definitely pick, oh, that's a hard one. Um, (laughs) I'm stuck because I can't sing and I can't dance. So I'm like, dang, um, let's see. (laughs) I I would do the dance and I would pick dance because... I think I'm a better dancer than I am a singer. So if I'm, <laughs> if I'm, you know, if I'm forced to pick one, I would go with 
dance. <laughs> <laughs> and you get your exercise and de-stress, right? Think, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Good answer. I love it. So finally, how do people find you? Oh, thank you. Thank you for asking. So they can definitely find us on our website, which is www.virtualsolutions.com. And it's not like www. I mean, you can put that, but it's if the WW stands for wise walk. Some people like try to put a dot, but it's just <laughs> www.virtualsolutions.com. And we are also on LinkedIn. Um, we just decided to only post on LinkedIn as of last week, but you can still find us on the other social media platforms. Um, we just won't be active on there anymore. Okay, so for your LinkedIn, what is the LinkedIn mm-hmm. handle or how do we find you? Do we just type in WW Virtual Solutions? So for LinkedIn, you can search WiseWalk Virtual Solutions and you can also connect with me, you know, on my personal page and you can find me under Tyrene Taylor. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for uh, being a guest on my show. This was really interesting. Yay. Thank you for having me. All right. So I'll talk to you later and uh, stay safe. All right. Thank you. And join me next week when my guest is a world traveler with his backpack, a trained chef, and also a travel agency owner and serial entrepreneur. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and please share this episode with your friends. Please subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And as always, the show notes will be available at eighthlevelpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.